Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Howdy, folks. Howdy, folks. I'm Black Dragon, and welcome to Black Dragon Biker TV. And as always, I'd like to thank you all for tuning in from wherever it is in the world that you happen to be. And tonight, my special guest, co-host, the infamous Hollywood. What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? King of Biker Talk Radio. King of Biker Radio. Thank you. Wow, man. You you just got a you just got a some sort of recognition for for uh how many more people you have now than you had before? Listen. You're <laughs> in the top 1% or some shit. What is it? It's top 1.5% worldwide on podcasting platforms. That is out of millions upon millions of podcasts. Thank you. Wow. Congratulations, man. That's yeah, uh, Thanks, man. That's really, really cool. That's always been our strong point. You know, I know you're Mr. YouTube and stuff like that. The king of YouTube uh, biker protocol. But we're more podcasting. I used to be. There's one channel that has overtaken me, but I'm number two, working hard to be number one again. There you go, man. Yeah. Well, at least you know what you're talking about, so it happens. There, there was a there was a car company that made so much money in Atlanta, uh, and they they the whole 20 years they was always we're working hard to be number one, and I was like, you guys ever going to get to number one? But they did great as number two. So <laughs> rock and roll, man. Listen, um, I guess they hate us out there. Did you? Oh, nobody's more hated than Hollywood, man. I'm, you know what? I love my haters. I love you, but nobody's as hated as me. No, I think I think think I'm running a a, a mean second, and Big Cell must be a close third. (laughs) We're the top three, man. We're the oldest ones out on this sucker, man. Yeah, yeah, because everybody loves Dibber. (laughs) <laughs> everybody does love Dibber. uh but yeah man insane throughout you know what it is we're not owned oh well, i know insane throttle ain't owned by no mc and we don't abide by these so-called protocol rules in our programming but like i said to you earlier if people think we're owned by an mc i sure to hell haven't got a check yet and I don't work for free. Oh, no. Uh, uh, I'm sure that you are. You know, I'm uh, referring to a show that we, well, we've done a few shows where we have interviewed people, especially people that have been put out bad from their motorcycle clubs. And uh, we've entered some high profile people that are, that were very, very, very high in their clubs. And um, we, um, you know, I, I just got a dressing down and, uh, uh, I called you and I talked to you about it and said, uh, man, I'm so mad. I'm getting ready to do a video. And you said, wait, don't do it without me. <laughs> yeah. I got to join you with this, man. Oh man. It was, um... I actually did a video this morning and said, you know what? Hollywood's used to doing this stuff. I'm used to being hated. I got alligator skin, black dragon. He's a good guy, man. He ain't used to this crap. 
Oh, so we got to talk. It, it's, it's been beautiful. I've had um, death threats. I mean, I'm, over the five years, it's been incredible. Um, but we keep doing, you know, we keep doing our thing. Um, and what I like you mentioned, you said most of this comes out of that interview that we, it, it's great when you have other channels talk about us because all they do is give us advertising. It's free. I don't got to spend on it. Uh, this goes for the haters on other platforms as well. They just give me free advertising, so I keep on doing it. See, that is the reason why I come at this a whole different way is because I actually like pissing on people's Cheerios. I really do because uh, it's all free advertising. I don't got to go to Facebook. I don't have to go to YouTube, pay out my butt uh, for advertising because I got my haters that do it. But this all comes out of the interview that we did with the former national of Iron Order, the Sergeant at Arms. And like I would Because we caught a little bit of hell from the... uh, Oh, I was on that interview. You caught that hell. (laughs) Oh, I caught that hell. I caught that hell. It it does come from that. Yeah. And that interview that we did, and we'll talk about the other ones. The interview we did with Iron Order, I had two purposes for that interview. The first purpose was to let the 1% clubs that have been going the Sturges for decades upon decades know that there might be a mass influx of Iron Order members coming to Sturges, which causes problems. The second reason was... I wanted to show people brotherhood ain't as uh, it appears to be, especially if you hand over a couple hundred thousand dollars. So that Uh, was my point of the interview. My point of an interview like that is um, very simple. Um, I am a I I am a news organization. I belong to news organizations. I I, just like you. I have my credentials. Uh, I believe in what I'm doing. And people who speak, who speak the truth have never, ever been uh, popular. There have been more newspapers burned down. I always think of Daniel Pearl uh, when I got started in this. Uh, I've always thought of Daniel Pearl. I never stopped thinking of Daniel Pearl. Uh, and for those of you guys who don't remember who he is, that's a guy that uh, was one of the first uh, reporters, like you saw, get his head chopped off uh, right at the beginning of the Gulf Wars. Um, and you know, he was just a reporter over there covering the news, got caught up and got his head chopped off. And this is the, th- the things that kind of happened, but this man came to us and he had, he had three big problems. Problem one is he discovered what he said was inadequacies in his club. Problem two was that when he brought those inadequacies up, especially when it came to financial things. When he brought those inadequacies up, he was thrown out bad. Problem three was that he felt, because he was thrown out bad, that he wasn't able to tell his folks, uh, his brothers, what some of the problems were. And one of the problems, most significantly, is that all of their internal emails were being monitored by the club. And, um, and And then the final thing was... As the national sergeant at arms, he felt it was quite unsafe for his brothers to be going to um, to Sturgis, and he didn't like the decision making that was being made. And now that he was suppressed and his voice couldn't get out, there was no way that he could tell his club what was being planned for him. 
And so he wanted a platform. And this is what we do. We do news. Uh, sometimes it's gossip. Sometimes it's true. Sometimes it's not. We let the we let the uh, the, the 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 subscribers sort it out. And and for me, that's where it is. It, well, exactly. It, not only Iron Order, but we did uh, the Little Dave interview. Uh, we did uh, the former international of twenty two. We provide a platform for those that we believe would have an impact on the biker scene. And this past one had a big impact. You know, I, I like this one. Uh, somebody named nobody. There is somebody named nobody out there, but we don't think <laughs> you're a nobody. You're not in the wrong for giving the platform. You can't blame the former members for airing out their dirty laundry either. Remember, out bad means you're cut. Not only are you cut from the club, not only are you cut from all communication, but you're also cut from all obligations to your former MC. That's why a motorcycle club should think about maybe just putting people out rather than putting people out bad. Because not only are you, the MC, not connected to them or obligated to them, they're also not obligated to you. It's a two-way street. I really like that comment. Well, also down that thought process... As a business, uh, it's insane throttle. I'm not going to talk for you. I do not follow this supposed protocol stuff. We're a news business. That's the way we act. I don't care if I have a million ex-club members come on and they're telling all kinds of stuff about their old club. Man, I'll be the national inquirer of the Biker News set. But that's the way I look at it. That's entertainment. We're here to entertain you. We're not here to follow by norms because we're I'm not in the scene anymore. Well, I'm in the scene, but uh, in a different way. I'm retired from my MC. And so I, I serve in the capacity as a uh, advisor if they want to listen to me. Most of the time, they're like, old man, sit down and be quiet. The yeah. thing is, like you, um, uh, I am a, a, an organization as well, as well, a news organization and an entertainment organization. And this is how I've decided to apply my trade. And the fact of the matter is we had, Jesus, four or 500 people watching the show. And they watch those shows um, all the time. And um, uh, you can just, you know, I do have a boss now. And that boss is these people. That's why I told my folks this morning, uh, I made like 20 moderators on my channel this morning. And uh, I just went through and looked at all the people that watch every day. And I just made a moderators uh, because we did that show yesterday and people were uh, uh, on there, you know, doing dumb stuff. And I, I told my folks, this is your show. You moderate it. And um, uh, th those are my bosses. Those are the people that I work for. Mm -hmm. And uh, I look at the numbers. Those numbers tell me what they want to see. And if I'm not producing what they want to see, I'm out of a job. Well, exactly. Uh, I like that one comment you just had uh, about uh, the press and, uh, you know, the Constitution is what makes you press. That's true. You know, I've heard people complain about, well, you know, you don't work for this uh, company or that company. You're just, you know, you have your, well, wait a second. We have a lot of the press credentials that a normal reporter from Black Dragon's favorite news channel, CNN, has. We can get into the same 
events that they can. Uh, what we choose to do as far as myself is I'll look over the stories, trying to put a biker viewpoint on it and go from there. One of the things that I was really happy about with Dragon the other day, we spend our time a lot just talking, grabbing news from the scene, the biker scene. Well, wait a second. He just had an exclusive that CNN didn't have, MSNBC, Fox News, when he interviewed a person inside the war zone in Ukraine. He got that exclusive story. And many people just jump on uh, our channels and say, well, what's this have to do with uh, bikers or motorcycles? And my response is always the same. What? We're just stupid morons that can talk about just motorcycles, broads, tits, or something like that. We can't talk about issues that affect us. Well, I can tell you an issue affecting us right now. Motorcycles and broads, tits. Don't don't think we don't prefer that. (laughs) Well, I know that, but there's a lot more to the news business from our angle. Get your most unbiased and trusted biker news now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock As far as issues going on outside the world that affect bikers, is gas is through the roof right now. And when you go fill up your gas tank, you're going to be feeling that pinch. So yes, that's something to do with this. But your interview that you did the other day, you should, uh, everybody should have watched that one. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I really wish more people would watch it. We had a, for those of you who don't know, we had a, uh, a guy on in the Ukraine uh, who uh, we, one of my bikers, uh, subscribers, sent him to us uh and he he talked to us from inside the U- Ukraine. i want to answer that one by the way uh bd what's on your screen right now but good uh absolutely so uh this he was in the ukraine he was broadcasting from the ukraine and he had videos and information and all kinds of stuff about what was really happening and it is an amazing video please go see it um and please share it he has he wants to get his word out about what's happening to his fellow countrymen and women and everyone should see that. And and I was uh, able to say, you know, you're right, Hollywood. Maybe we should do more just regular news from the, the biker perspective. Uh, go right. ahead. Take that question. Hey, uh, F that cop club, which I'm uh, taking that means iron order. If our kids would grow up and follow our club standards, we wouldn't have this problem. Our institutions are ruined. No MC exists anymore. We are done. Unfortunately, your news is absolute. You're barking up a dead uh, tree. It's unfortunate. To that, is uh, obsolete. That right. What it was true. It is. It is what it is. I get that a lot. And let's uh, stop with the hypocrisy here, guys. Let's be straight up. One hundred percent. Let's be straight up. Yes, we found out Iron Order has an FBI agent running, you know, running roughshod over their club. Yes, they have cops. But for those that don't know and do their research, there's a major 1% club right now that's doing expansion all over the country 
selling patches just like Iron Order did, accepting cops just like Iron Order did. But where are those supporters saying, hey, wait a second, you're a cop club? Of course they're not going to say because that's not the routine. The routine is, okay, they say this club's bad. Let's bang on them. But they don't want to look inward if you know what I mean. You got to remember when we talked about this earlier, Dragon, was if anybody read Sonny's book, he'd be the first one to tell you, which he did in his book. Now, if you say Sonny is, uh, you know, whacked out or something, something's wrong with you people at that point, then you don't know nothing from nothing. He said if Oakland tried to start in these times with these so-called protocols, Oakland wouldn't be around right now. I think too much is put on people watching this internet and they really don't know the scene as they think. Well, you know, um, um, I think if if my club had been trying to get started uh, uh, with all this stuff going on, uh, like they did back in 1972 in uh, in in uh, uh, San Diego, California, uh, we certainly would have wouldn't have started the way that we did. We probably would have, uh, you know, had to wind up killing somebody. This is, I mean, this is crazy. Some of the uh, silliness that goes on today. Um, Drew Black says, I really believe these two need to go back and rewatch the round table they did on out bad. They are definitely being inconsistent in their own opinions. I doubt that seriously, man. I'm, I'm pretty consistent in my opinions. Uh, well, what pretty... do you mean about that? Because exactly what's he mean by that? Instead of throwing out a statement, you got to remember, I'm not in a club. I used to be, that's my past. We're in a, I'm in a business now where I'm here to inform you what's going on in the scene. I don't abide by your protocols. Does CNN, MSNBC, Fox News abide by what's going on out there? Hell no. Again, when they hand me a check, maybe it might be different. But I don't got a check right now. Well, the way I see it is very simple. Um, how bad is how bad to your MC? It's not how bad to my news channel. It's not. It's not how bad to CNN or Fox or um, or or MSNBC or even the local news show. Uh, so, don't don't come to me with that. And the other thing is, I've I've stated so many times what I feel about this how bad. Um, after you get some experience in a motorcycle club, and you get to a, an operational level like a national president or a regional president or president of a motorcycle club or something like that, you get to see uh, some of the dirt that these clubs do hiding behind that Outbad status. And in the very beginning, uh, Outbad was reserved for pedophiles, thieves, uh, 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 stuff three, like that. Three things that was gonna put you out on bad that was shooting with the needle stealing from a club and screwing an old lady that was the only three things that would get you kicked out now you'd get kicked out for pissing in the wind wrong 
So when that's the case, um, uh, I, you know, it's like everything that gets abused. If like the boy who, caught, who cried wolf, when you start crying wolf too many damn times, nobody's going to be listening to you. And uh, so a lot of times it used to be in the old days, if somebody was out bad, that's all you had to hear. You got so many clubs now uh, on both sides, the 1% side, the, the 99% side. You got so many clubs now. used to be that if you joined a club on the diamond side, that was it. When you quit, you were done. Now, I see so many of those guys now in somebody else's club, three or four other different clubs. You know, all those old things, um, a lot of them are not the same anymore. Well, you so, just brought that up, old clubs. You have former Hells Angels, former Pagans, former Banditos, former Mongols, former Outlaws that are now members of the Iron Order. It nah, is, I didn't know it, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't get out. It wouldn't get out except for a news type of deal to let you know that hell I knew I knew a former outlaw and that went to that their way. Wow. I don't even know what to say about that one. Uh, but I would damn sure report it. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to the interview where you said, Hey, and I know Kimber because I got to interview one of their chapters years ago. And I know he's stand up. He, wa he wasn't out there trying to spill club business to make the club bad. No. What he was trying to do was warn his brothers. There's that word, brothers. Remember that brotherhood crap? He was there to try to remind them, hey, this is what they're doing with your money. This is stuff that they're not following bylaw-wise. And another thing is he was trying to warn them, why are you going to show up in mass to a national event for many 1% clubs knowing there could be trouble? He even knows, no, you don't do that. He, a lot of these other people don't understand that in the background there's major clubs talking to them right now. But they don't see that. He, I don't know, what was it, five or six major clubs he was involved in talks with, so when mm -hmm. Iron Order crossed past with him, uh, there wouldn't be no shit. More than that, I've, I've, I've had a lot of people uh, let me know here recently that uh, they knew this guy, that they had been talking to this guy and, and had arrangements with him. Um, but according to all the audiences and all the ones that go around bashing, well, they're nothing but a cop club. Well, the, well, for one, you're just going on the bandwagon. Two, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Because are you going to go up to one of these major 1% clubs that are actually talking to them to keep stuff, you know, peaceful and say, hey, you shouldn't be talking to them? Well, there are things people do on the outside and there's things that happens behind that happen behind the scenes. And for him, it was his job, no matter what a bunch of people were uh, were talking about on the outside, it was his job to make um, to, to, to make it safe for his brothers to ride up and down the road. And some kind of way, uh, he, he was able to, as a national sergeant arms, and then he was a national uh, nomad, you know. So right. the guy had credentials in the club. 
credentials enough for to be spoken with. And then while I was doing that video, his club brothers, his former club brothers were hitting me with uh, text messages saying, hey, this is a stand-up guy. This is coming from some of his own club brothers. Uh, I didn't get one message from his club brothers, not even, not yet, not one, to uh, to call him uh, all of this stuff that all everybody else is calling him. It hasn't come from his club. No, it hasn't. I'm not saying they don't hate his guts, but I haven't, you know, we get that kind of stuff. What I've gotten from from his club brothers that are still in his club is that this was a stand-up guy. That's what I've gotten. And some of the stuff that we've been getting, because everybody knows we talked to other clubs behind the scenes, was instead of all these people in the comment section, hey, don't talk about club business. This ain't the way it's supposed to be. Even though you're not in a club, you're going out running to say that crap. We had clubs contacting us and say, hey, thanks for having this guy on. Thanks for us hearing this from the horse's mouth that, yes, they're coming the Sturges. Because if we just came on and said it ourselves with no backup, the clubs can prepare because it was hearsay. At the, and now at this point, it's not hearsay. Yes, they've run into campground. But those that are out there saying, well, it's club business, I don't agree with it, these old bad guys, blah, 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 they didn't understand that. Add the Insane Throttle TV app on Roku now. Get content not seen on our other platforms. No censorship, no PC, only biker fun and entertainment. It's hardcore. Again, go over to Roco TV and add the Insane Throttle TV app now. Rock on. Well, you know, what can you do? The numbers spoke. The folks were watching. Well, the numbers spoke for themselves, yeah. But do you? Uh, here's one thing I really find funny, BD. Really find funny. When we had uh, Kimber from the Iron Order on, it was all screw you this screw you that blah 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 when we had the former international on for the mongols oh my god did that switch around so it's just in the wind which way everybody's gonna go but when you have people and i know they contacted you more because i've seen all your comments where they're saying well you should have never had that guy on your show well for one Nobody tells me who to have. I'll have anybody I want on my show. You know, if I get Steve Cook out of the Midwest, uh, you know, gang crime task force on my show, I would to debate him. So that's going to, that's, you're not going to sit here and say you shouldn't have a guy on your show. Now, if I was in a club, maybe, you know, maybe, but I wouldn't be here doing this crap. But we put on who we want to put on. It's definitely difficult to do this, if not impossible, if you're in a club. And most people that are in a club uh, find that out so quick. Uh, most of the ones we have seen uh, have Our either have been booted out of their club or, or have lost their channels. And uh, uh, that's the way it is. Um, somebody just called us a name. Oh, oh yeah? No. Oh, hell no. What'd they call me? They called you a big teddy bear. Oh, well, that's more you, Uncle Phil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you have bylaws and, and it is not being followed, the ones who break it should be out bad and fast. I, I wish 
uh, you know what? I wish Ghost Eagle that were true, but the ones often who break it are the ones that are supposed to be enforcing it, and they break it for their own good. And uh, anymore, they used to be able to get away with it, away with it but now there, there are places where folks can go. And I would tell a club this. If you want to bury somebody uh, like you guys used to, in, in the uh, old days, uh, there, there are ways that they have to get their messages out. Um, and that's just the way it is. Well, let's just be honest, okay? I know you're a retired. I, I know all that stuff. Let's just be honest, though. And I'm sure a lot of guys will tell you the same thing. Being an MC is just like being back in the high school locker room, man. You got different cliques. And the most popular ones always went out. They don't care about bylaws. I don't want to hear about that, man. I've seen that too much in my time. So, yeah. of course, he's coming out and saying, hey, they took his voice away. And do you guys realize, because there was people that saying, well, I'm confused why he would come on. Well, he had two things to say. Plus, he said something even worse that needed to get out to his club that they wouldn't let him get out. And that was that. They were tracking their personal communications. Tagging their emails with some sort of uh, digital tags. That's what he said. And he also said that money had been stolen from the club brothers. So if you love your club and the club has silenced you, wouldn't you want to tell your club brothers that money had been stolen from them? You're wouldn't damn you right. Wanna, wouldn't a brother. you want to tell them that their voicemails had been tagged? Wouldn't you want to tell them that? There was an uh, F. No, 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 we're not going to do that, Rich Ryder. There will be no pound Uncle Phil's. <laughs> Hell no. Ooh. Sorry about that. Wouldn't you want to? <laughs> you can be his twin brother, man. Don't. Come oh, on. shit. Here we go. <laughs> you can. Uh, you, 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 uh, you. I've just lost my takeover, man. They, 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 <laughs> Uncle Phil business. Hey, where's Carlton, man? You know what? I think Car you got a name of Carlton on maybe Pac, man. Maybe he's Carlton. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that to Pac. Uh, uh, like it used to be. I know a lot of old diamond holders who have flipped Baskin Robbins, if you ask me. Oh. <laughs> Uncle Phil Blah. <laughs> it's it's on. I never should have said I didn't like it. <laughs> it started over on TikTok, and it's just uh, taken on its own new thing. Uh, when you do what's right and buy the bylaws, you don't make a lot of friends. No, you don't. Uh, it's the quickest way to be to uh, to be hated, man. It's the quickest way to be hated. Let me uh, add to that because I just said, you know, you, they said brotherhood ain't like it used to be. And I'm not trying to bang on anybody's brotherhood, man. I'm just going to give you personal experience here. I know a lot of guys that are doing time. I'm talking life for what they did for their clubs. Life terms. And they barely get anybody writing them letters, donating to their commissary fund. Most of the new guys don't even know who the hell they are. But they're doing life for the club and the brotherhood that they thought they had. Let's just, you know, people are always talking about let's be real. Well, let's be real. You're sitting in the joint thinking, hey, you're supposed to be taken care of. Your wife's supposed to be taken care of. Or your girlfriend. Yeah, they're taking care of her. They're probably trying to bone her while you're sitting in the, you know, in a six by six cage. Uh, yeah, drama. 
Look, MCs run their own business. Who's con what concern of it is it any? Well, what concern of it is is uh, it to anyone what others do? Well, hell, man, if that was the case, there'd be no news programs. There'd be no gossip channels. And, and there are people that don't listen to any of that. And um, good for you. Uh, people want to know and people want to tell. And I'm in the business of telling what people want to know. It's just that simple. Uh, I don't particularly care. You handle your business in your club. If you're doing things right, folks won't be on here. That's It also pisses me off. Why are you always talking about motorcycle clubs when they shoot out somebody and stuff like, hey, if you don't want to be in the news, don't do newsworthy stuff or do good good stuff, you know? Deliver teddy bears. We'll cover that too. <laughs> well, that's just like the other day. We both covered it. Buffalo yeah. Wild Wings down in Texas. Now, Texas has to be one of the worst states for motorcycle club members. One of the worst after Waco. And it's funny. You had creators talking about Waco and Twin Peaks and stuff like that. Everybody knows I covered that and Popeye covered that from the day it happened. But other people want to just throw it out there. They don't know nothing about the situation. Anyway, it was so bad, that situation down in Waco. That you had gang task force going after clubs. Uh, they're freaking pulling them over, photographing them, hardcore stuff. But then you have clubs go have a shootout and spray a parking lot. But it's our fault for reporting on it. <laughs> yeah, that's because they can't call CNN. They, <laughs> they'd get hung up on. Uh, somebody said uh, SSW Custom Sewing. I can't think of his first name. I, I hate to call him SSW Custom Sewing, but he said, I can't think of a motorcycle magazine that even does prison pals anymore. It's unfortunate. I just want to let you know Hollywood has that planned for our Actually, there is one. And, you know, I'm not trying to be cute or anything like that. And I'm not talking about you, SSW in particular. I'm talking about all the know-it-alls out there that claim uh, you shouldn't be talking about club business or you shouldn't be doing this or that because they're know-it-alls. But there is actually something that is around that does that, and it's called BBB, Bikers Behind Bars. It is still done. It has been done since the mid-'90s. But a, a lot of people that you see on these platforms, they don't have any education, behind, you know, beyond you know the one to five years they've been around right. they wouldn't know something like that there's over 200 newsletters that go out to these guys all these guys doing time bikers behind bars uh, another thing uh i'm glad you brought that out and, and also you do plan to do something like that with our magazine is that correct yes Okay, so just so you guys know, there is something like that out there, and uh, we intend to keep it up. Uh, another thing um, is that um, um, I, I want to make it perfectly clear. I, I'm not a cheerleader. I, I have my own mind, and I can think. And there, there are going to be <laughs> there are people that are putting out um, these reaction videos, and I'm I'm cool. I love reaction videos, um, but. Um, I just want to say, you know, miss me with that. Don't, don't come. I don't care. Um, 
there's a level of sophistication and maturity that comes in uh, when you have time doing this. And uh, I, I, I don't, I, I, you know, you got a guy that's been doing this for a little while. I've been doing this biker thing my entire adult life. So to me, guys like that, they're, they're babies in this. Uh, it's like, you know, you're talking to a 15-year-old and he's talking to you about love. Well, when he's 30, there's a completely different conversation. When he's 45, the conversation is still different. And when he's 60, it's different even still. So, you know, when a 60-year-old is talking to you about love and you're 15, you have no idea what he's talking about. You don't have the experience. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. So I, I smile. And so all you can talk about is rah, rah cheerleader stuff. All you can do is, is take the, uh, the, uh, you know, I would never ever, uh, do this or I'd never ever do that because people are, you know, when you're young in this thing and immature in this thing, you, you react from a, a, a feeling thing. It's, I think I like, I want, I feel, I think I like, I want, I feel one of the senior members of my club always talks about, I think, I like, I want, I feel. All these things are feelings. I think, I like, I want, I feel. When you talk about, when you talk about data and you talk about information and you talk, it, it goes beyond feelings. It goes beyond a knee-jerk reaction. The club put you up back, so I'm not talking to you. This, I'm a grown man. I no longer require myself to not like somebody because Hollywood don't like them. That's Hollywood's experience with that guy. My experience could be totally different. So Hollywood may be pissed off at me because I'm friends with somebody he don't like. That's tough. It's my choice if I decide I don't want to be friends with somebody that Hollywood doesn't like. But there's no, no epithet or, or big scroll on the wall. I don't go by that anymore. I'm, I'm a grown-up. I can, I can listen to us. You know, it used to be when you wanted to silence somebody, you put them out bad and you refuse to let anybody talk to them. And, and if anyone talks to them, you're out too, man, that stuff. Once it, it has been abused so much, man, that stuff goes with the wind, bro. What did you get put out for? Oh, uh, you, you punched the president in the mouth for looking at your girl's ass and you got put out bad for that. Well, you're not bad out to me. It's just that way. Well, what's even funnier during that uh, interview, uh, I think Kimber said it best. Instead of clubs looking for ways to keep their membership, they're doing the opposite. They're running them off. And in all honesty, in 2022, MCs are facing a real problem with even getting people to come into a club because it's a different generation that don't want to be a part of that stuff don't want to live by rigid rules or any of that. They just want to be, you know, free going, do their thing. These people, if, you know, just say you go and get a 2015, you're paying $14,000 for a bike that you want to ride. You're not there to be told what to do. And that's the way these people think. And I also have been seeing in the chat just now, well, cop club, cop club. Let me ask you a question. What makes a cop club? If you guys can put that in there and I'll come back to it. Man, if that's the case, I, I'd be curious to know what the answer is. Because 
bro, man, then a whole lot of clubs would be cop clubs. Exactly. And there's a major 1% club that, uh, you know, it was cut off from all the associations and stuff because they admitted there's cops in the club. So what makes a cop club down? What was the quote? Remember that quote you told me? What's at that? We, at least we know who our cops are. At least we know who our cops are. That's what I was told and uh, many other clubs were told. <laughs> uh, are the Aryan Cowboys a real motorcycle club or just a wannabe club? Well, let me tell they you about the Aryan absolutely Cowboys. a real motorcycle club. They yeah, are let me tell you about a, a, a AC as they're called. Uh, they're with uh, the 81. They yes. get along with them. And a lot of them are ex-prisoners. So I'd uh, suggest, hey, if they're a fake club, go out and talk to some of these ex-cons who just are club, just coming into these type of clubs and call them fake. <laughs> they're, they're absolutely a real club. And uh, they had a they had a uh, um, an issue in the news about a year ago, back during 2020, I think. Uh, yeah, that big uh, they were of some crap, and uh, we covered that. And, and uh, so, yeah, they're real. They're for real. And, and Michael, uh, you're you're straight up on that. You as listeners should do your own research. That's why in all my videos and all my show notes on the podcast, you'll see the articles I skim over. It's up to you to go look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I want to be checked. Well, <laughs> my folks check me. So uh, IOMC sells that club to new riders like it's cool, kind of like a used car salesman pipping young guys who don't know any better. Well, uh I'd have to disagree because you got one percenter clubs doing it right now. I, I think thing. that all clubs sell their clubs to new people. Uh, you know, you don't come with your dirty laundry. You come with your best, uh, your best hand for coming forward. You know, the one thing I would say about uh, the IOMC, uh, ain't nobody put them out of uh, wherever they are. Wherever they are, they're standing tall. Ain't nobody shut them down. Ain't nobody put them out. So they're actually one of the largest clubs now worldwide. Yes, yeah, so is the uh, Blue Knights. 16,000 members. Yeah, I think I always said there was over 2,000. Uh, not even the bigger clubs come close to that. And yeah, uh, mm -hmm. go on. Wheel says, I've been saying this and got shot. Well, where'd it go? Sorry. Shot down over MCs or on life support, and it seems we are fighting over who pulls the plug. <laughs> He's got that right. Well, we're doing a good job of pulling the plug ourselves, you know. Um, that's just, you know, that's all there is to it. We're, we're pulling the plug on it ourselves. What's your view on starting a club that doesn't have dues, a clubhouse, or rocks a bottom rocker? but also doesn't ask permission. We don't want anything to do with a dominant. I, you know, I, I think that's excellent. The problem is you ain't going to get away with that. You got to back your patch. If you're going to put a patch on, you better be able to uh, back that patch if you're going to do it that way. I, I mean, I think it's excellent. It's America. You're supposed to do whatever you want to do, but you've also got to do whatever you can hold down. So I don't know any club that wears a patch that doesn't have to back it in some way or another. And um, and so if you see, here's the thing. 
You guys don't want to be a motorcycle club. Hold on a minute, Hollywood. Let me get into some protocol here. You guys <laughs> don't want to be a motorcycle club uh, that's interested in being a motorcycle club. Because if you were, uh, you would just have your club over here somewhere and do your thing. Like, like you're like you're saying, we don't want anything to do. You would be over there, but what you don't want anything to do with the dominant, but you want to come onto the motorcycle set with your club and quack with the other ducks. And so there, if, if, if you were just off riding and doing your own thing and being in your own little world and, and no one would ever even see you maybe at a gas station or something, but nobody would see you. But then you want to roll over to where all the established clubs are and and join in the mix and be part of that, having said, screw you to everything that these folks are having to do. And that's what doesn't work. That that it's just not gonna work for well, you. What doesn't work, uh, BD, now that you're talking about new clubs? You wanna know why new clubs fail? And I'll tell you straight up, is the internet. Instead of if you opened up in Atlanta, instead of building up your club in Atlanta for 10 15 years no instead you go to the internet and you try to open chapters all over the world you're trying to be like clubs that have been around since the late 30s late 40s who went through what they had to go through to build where they are today you're trying to do it overnight using the internet instead of saying okay we got 10 guys let's start our club and build it from there just build that one chapter for 10, 15 years and then think about expanding. Yeah. Like I say, they want to, they want to blow off everything that everybody else has had to do. So Josh, I don't have a problem with that. The problem is you'll have a problem with that. The minute you throw that. Uh, so, and the, here's another thing. Folks think the bottom rocker or the three piece patch. All I got to do is put one patch on and I don't need a bottom rocker, but you put MC on that patch. There are many one piece. There's one piece diamond clubs, one piece back patch diamond clubs. The, yeah, the number of pieces don't mean a damn thing. I said it. Number of pieces don't mean a damn thing. They don't make you a dominant club. They don't make you a not dominant club. Uh, it is true that for the most part, RCs wear one piece patches and they're, 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 all that. Yes, but there's there's to all of that. There is a an exception to every one of those rules. You put MC on that patch, and it doesn't matter whether you put a state, a city, or a block, or or a restaurant as your bottom rocker. You put MC on that patch, you're going to have a problem. Some places you put RC on that patch, you're going to have a problem. You're going to go through what everybody else goes through, or you're going to fight and maybe have to kill somebody or be hurt or killed or bullied or beaten up or whatever the case may be. You're going to have to fight to establish that. Then you can determine what you're going to do with it after that. Join the Insane Throttle Militia on our YouTube channel. Get exclusive perks like member-only rides, member-monthly-only webcasts on Discord, invitation to yearly Rumble in the Woods Throttle Campout, and shout-outs in the YouTube community section. Join now and don't forget to listen to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem on Odyssey. Rock on. Did I go off on a tangent? I'm sorry. Honor and respect, Black Sabbath. Good to see you, my brother. God, God, always great to see my brothers. Uh, that's my Space City brothers over there. 
it's in Colorado Springs. Good to see y'all. Uh, yeah, so uh, I cut you off, Hollywood. Keep going, man. Sorry. No, you didn't cut me off, man. You just go on your tangent. The <laughs> <laughs> club that requires law enforcement or similar status in the bylaws to join, i.e., Blue Knights. Now, I no. think that is a real definition. Well, no, it ain't because you got punishers out there. You got other cop clubs out there. You got the law-abiding yeah. uh, association that was made up by cop clubs that have non-member cop clubs in there. So that wouldn't, yeah. <laughs> well, no, this, I, this is right. Cop club is a club that requires law enforcement or a similar status in the bylaws to join, example, Blue Knights. So that would cover Punishers and all those other ones, Punishers and those. That, I yeah, think but, the but the Punishers, they have civilians in there. I that have, they have no law enforcement connection other than being a civilian. Oh, no, that's that's not true. Uh, oh, yeah. There's regular, just regular guys in there that There are some regular guys, but they also have law enforcement as well. I, I, uh, huh. I don't know. I can't get so deep in. I don't know. Hell, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I almost got drawn into that. <laughs> I don't know. We'll get the punishers on. They can tell us. Uh, if, you, know. if you ask me if people are going to ask a question, what should they do? Well, first one, stay independent. Second one, go with an RC, man. Which, what question was that you're answering? A lot of people ask me that all the time. Oh, okay. Uh, I feel if a brother has a badge, then it's a cop club. So would you call a one percenter club that got infiltrated by a brother that had a badge a cop club? By that definition? Hell, there's a one percenter club right now that they had people with badges and they know about. Uh, it is our duty to pass our traditions of our family, our brotherhood. Absolutely. So anyway, I just wanted to get that out there because... Uh, I had somebody, Black Dragon, you know good and darn well you were wrong to have that guy on. And, bro, I interview whoever the hell I want to interview. And let's just get that uh, straight. Well, unless, you know, somebody's paying you. Did they give you a check not to have him on? Because yeah. I didn't get mine. What Wesley, uh, this is something that, you know, we don't want to do. We don't do that, bro. Don't want to do that. Actually, it was in the news. Oh, was that? Yeah, it was in the news. Huh. Is that one you covered? I didn't get that one. The Pagans here in Washington. Uh, uh, he took it off on me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's trying to get me to ignore it. That's what he's trying to do. Uh, the Pagans here in Washington State had a president who was a corrections officer. Does that make him a cop club? Well, <laughs> He has a you know a badge and stuff, and he's messing with the guys behind the the wall. You tell me, you know, there's plenty of one percenter clubs that uh, do that. But yeah, it was a correction officer. Cop club is when a department or county decide to form a riding club for their precinct. <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't care. I don't care what kind of club you have. I have a club that I that I just really love, and it's really cool. I don't care what kind of club you have. I make videos for every club, every kind of club out there. If you're a biker on a motorcycle, I make a video for you. Hollywood, not necessarily particularly always felt that way. I don't know how you feel now. 
but um, I've seen you do a lot of changing from the, I mean, like you don't have your wall of shame anymore. <laughs> I miss the wall of shame. <laughs> no, what I'm trying to do is put all the good stuff in the beginning, uh, like clubs helping people out or independents doing a lot of good for their community. Then I get into uh, what's going on with the main news stories and stuff. Then I go to the second half of my show because my second half of my show is not on YouTube. It's on the radio station. Now, here, Josh Cochran, I don't agree with you. Bikers shouldn't be about rules. Well, I absolutely agree with you because here's something that you guys do. You can you can you conflate you 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 mix up bikers with clubbers. So bikers shouldn't be about rules. It should be bikers are out riding and having fun with their buddies. Absolutely. But when you put on that back patch and that heart patch, you become a clubber. All clubbers are bikers, but not all bikers are clubbers. And clubbers have rules. We are not free. In fact, we probably have more rules than anything out there. Rules about where we can go, rules about how we can ride. Somebody said, uh, I would never join a club and have somebody tell me how to ride my bike. You're right. Because you're not going to ride staggered in my club. You're going to ride side by side. And if you don't know how, you're going to learn. You're not going to get to do what you want. You're going you're gonna to make our mandatories. Are we going to take your patch? So if you want to be a biker, go be a biker. If you want to be a clubber, come join up. But you damn sure are going to have some rules, buddy. We all got them. LEMC equals cop club. That's cool. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> definition. <laughs> a lot of police officers are not allowed in the IMOC. It depends on their department. And I know the military has a ban on that. Yes, times have changed. Yeah, Uncle Phil, man, you're gonna have to go over to that uh, build a bear, make an Uncle Phil, and send it to him. No. <laughs> <laughs> the okay, here we go. The Aaron Cowboys made the news in Stillwater, Minnesota, for threatening a woman from the Middle East. Uh, they made the news for being accused of that, but yeah, that never came absolutely down. proved that they did not do that and um we covered that show extensively we covered that extensively and uh that that was absolutely not what was proven to be the case but i basically came on uh, you know because some of the stuff that was being said on your platform and others that were saying that hey you know we shouldn't have done it and it's like okay Maybe it's time just to lay down what we do and where we're going. And I think really it's because a lot of people do get to talk to us where they, a lot of other creators won't even pay attention to the people that follow them. But we get deep and personal with people so they feel they have that connection. That's just where I'm at. Like you said, no MCs own us. We're going to interview who we want. And the people are our boss. When you do a show and you look up there and you see those numbers, those numbers tell you what shows you need to be doing. It's it's just that way, man. Well, when you have, uh, I think we had 600 total live on that day. When you have that many people on there, they want to watch it. 
<laughs> and 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 the comments haven't stopped. But you know, I did do take. You know, I like to do this though. I like to do uh, a recap after the show to say how we feel and things like that. So, um, you know, this was this was well. Black Dragon swinging swords. Uh, no, I'm just trying to keep hope alive. That's all we have. So anyway, uh, that's what I wanted to do, Hollywood. Uh, have you achieved your goals for the evening? Achieved it, man. Look uh, at that. We're even out of here before the hour's up. Yeah, that's really cool, man. Um, anything you want to announce? You got anything coming up? No, that just remember, after our daily morning show, go over to our radio station or go over to our Discord. You to listen live over there. We have another hour of a live show happening or the replays are on your major uh, podcast platforms. And uh, you're going to start, are you, are you thinking about starting doing regular news as well as biker news? Yes, I am. That might be towards the ending of my biker news, but yeah. But how much you want, you want to bet 20 bucks that uh, somebody comes back and say, Hey, I thought this was about motorcycles. Well, people don't listen. They don't, they don't <laughs> Okay, I think that's it, man. That's cool. Um, appreciate you guys. Appreciate you, Hollywood. Uh, you got a show coming on in the morning? Nah, I'm, uh, I did this one, so we're just going to go at 8.15 Central Standard Time onto the radio. All right, man. Have a good show. Talk to you later, man. Take care. Much right love and peace. And I'll stand by for my last two cents here. Listen, folks, I love... All bike clubs, all bikers, just about. There's some of y'all I don't like. And all people. And um, we do this because we love it, man. Uh, we we do this because it, it touches our heart, and we put a lot into it. But nobody fixed to come on here and tell us uh, what to do, who to talk to, um, who to interview, Um we interview who the hell we want to interview. It's just that simple. Anyway, I'm Black Dragon. That's my two cents. Uh, Dragon, I'm just asking this question on your live, my friend. What is the difference if a club wears MC or motorcycle club spelled out on your back? Uh, typically, a a female motorcycle club will spell motorcycle club out on their back. Uh, but I have seen some male clubs do it, but typically that is something that has been done lately. Uh, as of the last several years to, uh, establish that that's a female motorcycle club in some bike sets, uh, especially on the black bike set, not quite a hundred percent sure if that's something that happens on the white bike set. Uh, but on the black and the mixed bike set, we see that a lot uh, for female MCs. I hope that answers your question. Um, and I'm sorry Hollywood's not on here to, to answer 100% for the, uh, the white bike set. But hey, that's uh, what I know. And you guys know there's limits to what I know. But what I don't know, y'all know, and they always get me right. So check in the comment section of this thing. And uh, uh, if I'm wrong, someone will tell us. All right. I'm Black Dragon. That's my two cents. Good to see you, Salty uh, and Sprinkles. Good to see y'all, man. Uh, 
We have Punishers here that are 0% cops, but they do have LE on their vests. So who knows what that means? All right. Thanks for tuning in.
And that's all for Motorcycle Madhouse this morning. Don't forget to go over to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Install Insane Throttle TV's channel over on Roku. As well as go get the Insane Throttle radio app over on Google Play. Rock on until next time.